He keeps saying the capitalism hasn't worked anywhere in Africa. Anywhere. It has. It just hasn't worked for the Africa. Ah, that's, you see, this is good. This, I like that. That's, yes, this is very good. Having cheap raw material sources from Africa. It was the baseline. But no one sees it. Yeah. Because it's no. been there for so long. Yeah. If that changes, a lot of companies would go bust. They'll come here. And, and I want to welcome them here. Is it? Yes. Because if you can't export your cocoa at mm. a good price, mm -hmm. you'll do it in Liberia. And then you create jobs. And you need a security guard, and you need a machine operator, and a driver, and a driver, and a secretary, and a team. Running an African startup is very different to running a startup anywhere else in the world. There's the tech OGs, guys who've done it for a while. There's the new kids on the block. There's the VCs, impact investors, government stakeholders, and everybody else. It is a crazy show. And if you have been running a startup or know somebody who has, the one thing everybody has is war stories. My name is Tony Domo, and my African startup story is about those war stories. It's about trying to find the African inside the business, wherever the startup founder is from. It's about being able to stand up for what you believe in, to keep integrity at the forefront of what you're running, and try not to go crazy while you do it. So even as you listen, whether you're a startup founder or in any of these sectors I've mentioned, may you learn something, be inspired, maybe even start your own business. Welcome to my African startup story. And then, and, and then Enjoy. you're doing the Kiswahili, you're doing the Kiswahili, trying. Do you know Mark? Me, 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 town. Laugh. But it happened. Hey, you have the business, bro. You win. You win. It happened. And, and, and so, they still come and talk to me, you know? So even now you'll find, even this week I've had two drivers come around, two truck owners come around, sit down with me and just... And chat. Just chat. And then, so so then let's talk about Amitrack itself, the process of getting to the company. So you quit and then what happens? You stay in the ah, UK No, for... I actually joined a different startup with uh -huh. a friend. We formed a startup, okay. friends of mine, uh -huh. uh, called Darwin. Mm -hmm. Darwin was uh, trying to automate um, gas trades mm -hmm. in Europe. Okay. So we and thought... the way you rolled your eyes, it just looked like that was not going to work. It, it, they're still there. They're still going. What? Um, but basically what he was trying to do was saying, why do you need a utility? Why do you Because need you had utility? utilities because a, 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 a business could not handle a million customers. Yes. Or 20 true. million customers. Yeah, the scale was impossible. But that's, that's no longer the case. Yeah. And why do you need an analyst to check the gas price when you can use AI? Oh, hey, you guy, man. When was this AI conversation? Because AI is like from last week. Because <laughs> no, no. using artificial intelligence on gas. Don't forget, my brother was part of this team, and, and my brother had a double degree from MIT with a specific, with a specific interest really? in AI. So we looked at it, and we set it up, <laughs> right? A double degree yeah. from MIT. Yeah. You guy, what's wrong with your family? What's the, what's the struggle? Because math degree, double degree from MIT, you guys are the sharp edge of yeah. the sword. We presented this idea to the gas majors mm -hmm. and they were saying things like yeah why don't you come back on our digital day five years from now wow <laughs> right so the staying power just wasn't there wasn't at there. least for me yeah as i'm saying all that i meet up with a family uh member family friend i, I suppose mm -hmm. and they're complaining about something called the broker yeah and their cement business hey the broker the broker the broker the broker this yes. is the guy who has created all tech companies this guy is yes. in the middle yes he doesn't own a truck mm. He probably has what we call a mulikamuzi. Um, it has all the numbers. It has all the numbers of True. all the transporters. True. And for some reason, he knows where all the loads are. Yes. And you he's, talk about AI, AI. This only is the ultimate guy. AI. He's the only guy <laughs> who knows where everybody is. Correct. That's true. But he's mm. a bit unfair. Yes. And they can take like up to 60% of the cost. <laughs> and then they pay late. 
they exaggerate the destination to the customer and underestimate to the truck owner and they were causing all sorts of problems Man. and so when we we were coming at it we were coming at it with that in mind mm. yeah and you started it with the intention because of this cement or did you start it because you're like there's a mark did you do research did you check it out did you ask questions did you look for people or did you just wing it no, no, no. We, mm. we definitely checked it out. We definitely tried to work out how many vehicles were around, mm -hmm. how many were owned by fleets, mm -hmm. how many were owned by companies. And you know that data is all available. Actually. It's all it's available. A headache, but it's there. Yeah. It's very untidy, but yes. it's there. But yes. you know, having been an analyst a long time, because a portfolio manager is just a glorified way to say analyst. That's it. I just got it's down, numbers too. sat down, mm -hmm. and modeled it out. And and we looked at it, and we you know we 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 found something like. 200,000 commercial vehicles. Those are vehicles with more than six wheels in Kenya. 200,000? Yes. yes. This is a large number of vehicles. This is a large number of vehicles. And so actually putting those together and organizing them was an opportunity. There you go. And Mark Mongi comes out. And so you are two of you, three of you, five of you? How many so years? I started with my brother. Mm -hmm. um, and then he quickly, we had a developer who was working with us at Darwin. Okay. Naturally, he he was a fit. Yeah. And so the three of us just started. Okay. And, and I did the driver recruitment mm -hmm. and, and, and you were the business ideation. You had the ideation. <laughs> they did the project. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that. My ideation. I'm like, me? What? Really? You're the one who went and recruited guys. You're the biggest. I was the first guy. guy out there looking yeah. for 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 vehicles. And yes. did you develop first or did you find drivers first? Oh, we did both at the same time because so, we needed the drivers to tell us what to develop. Ah, you needed the drivers to tell you what to do. At least on their side of the platform. Nice. Yeah. And then you also needed... So, oh, I tell you, they say that, you know, I remember the first time we did this and the truck owner looked at me and said, why would I let my driver send a price? Problem number one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a quick, that's a fast problem. <laughs> that was a slap. It's at the beginning. By the way, at this point, we don't have another way for you to send the, pr the yeah, price. Yeah, right? you have nothing else. Yeah. So what did you do? Well, we had to get the truck owner to have an account where he can control his drivers and choose which ones can and which ones can't send prices. Oh, wow. And these are not guys who use web. You'll be surprised. I'm telling you, there's no evidence of this statement. Uh. We've not had a problem with smartphone penetration. You've not had a, We've not had not a problem. Had a problem with smartphone penetration? No. And we are working in Kisumu, Western Kenya, Bungoma, Kakamega, Nakuru, Eldoret, Nyeri, Nyahururu, Nairobi, Kiambu, Athi River, Machakos, Mombasa. We have not had a problem with smartphone penetration. All but there's the a lot of documents out there that say there is a problem with yeah, smartphones. There's a lot of problems. We a lot haven't of seen that. These guys are all on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, yeah, we've not had a problem. I think there's an older generation that doesn't really understand their smartphone, but even they have one. But they have one anyway. Yes. That's true. My dad beats his phone. He pokes, he yeah. pokes it. <laughs> but it's a smartphone. They have it. That's true. I mean, my mom is 75 and she has two. She has two. Yeah. Miss Margaret, you are ahead of the curve, young lady. I don't think so. I think they all have it. Interesting. But maybe that's a Nairobi, Kenya experience. I would probably say Kenya. I don't know about the rest of the continent for sure, because I've traveled a bit and I've seen many Mulikamuzis. But then, I, I, you know, I, I guess maybe I should qualify this statement because I can see me myself getting challenged. Um, yeah. Of the drivers we've recruited, less than 5% have had a smartphone issue. Of the drivers recruited less than 5% have had it. That's, look, and they're drivers. You know, let's be clear. They're, these people are people who are away from their family a lot of the time. They want to stay in communication with their family. Now, pictures and videos do more than calls. So you want to have that. It's cheaper to do a WhatsApp phone call than to do a mobile phone phone call. Don't forget YouTube. YouTube, Facebook. my gosh. Facebook. Kenyans are big on, on Facebook. Ah, they are big. A lot of these shows that have been discussed 
they're watching them on YouTube. That's how guys keep up their information. It's almost not a luxury anymore. I don't think it is, mm. but people can argue. So you guys start army truck. It's called army truck when you started. Mm -hmm. How many years army, ago? Army basically is friend. Yeah. In French, ah. friendly truck. Yeah, that's it. Because everyone was talking and, about disruption. And the Kalogo is the. I love the way you've done the Kalogo. It's fantastic. It's just uh, like oh, a there's a story logo. behind this. There's logo. a story behind the logo. When <laughs> I get to that, but you you decide when you start army truck. In your mind, coming from the conversation with the guy in jeans and a t-shirt and 200 million euros in his bank account, what is your vision for the company? And how many years ago was that? This is only 18 months ago. 18 months ago. Yeah. Okay. What's my vision for the company is to solve this problem the best I can. And now that I understand the problem more, mm. I see how important it is to solve. And to give you an idea, because when you say the 60%, well, people don't really understand the problem. Yeah, so statistics let me, let me, let me put it another way. Yeah. Something like 65% of the cost of Colgate is transport. And most of that is oh, on this side. Wow, 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 wow. Just calm down. 65% of the cost of Colgate is transport. Even and maybe I should say toothpaste. Maybe not Colgate. Yeah, toothpaste. just toothpaste. Yes. 65? Yeah. And most of it is on this side. And you know, I noticed it most mm. when I try shop for Western brands. Yeah, because they're, they're astronomically more expensive. Oh, than they are over there. Ridiculous. Because you see, I knew the prices of those. Yeah, that's what you're used to. You've been there a couple of years. Yes. You know. So I'd so, go and look at deodorant, like Nivea. Mm. I know it should be like 100 shillings. Yes. It's and not. It's like 950. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what are you sitting there thinking? Who the hell is having this? Who's buying this thing for 950? But if I'm telling you, buying. I have become so Kenyan in my consumption of products. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah, this is rubbish. This is I'm, not paying that. I'm not paying that. This is crap. I'm yes. supposed to use like a face scrub. Uh -huh. because I get spots and I have really bad beard yes. uh, whatever uh -huh. and I had a look at it the other day and it was 1400 shillings I used to pay Four. 80 cents 80, 80, 80 shillings rough calculation 80 shillings 80 bob it is I was sitting there looking at this thing like Hello, not only are our this? incomes lower yeah and then the cost is not just expensive it's astronomically more and expensive I'm guessing there's a lot of people in some of the slums and poor areas where that cost of that paracetamol, that cost of that toothpaste will determine whether it goes on the list. Exactly. So that's the big problem. And the opportunity is massive. And the opportunity in Kenya is completely understated. Yeah, completely. And totally. you've, you've seen that we've now just started signing... Uh, open trade agreements with other African countries. Oh, don't even get me. Uh oh, is that, is, that what, is that what it is? Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't go there. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's do some numbers. Let's right? do. Let's, let's do. do some numbers. Mm. Africa is 2% uh, of the global GDP, but 15% of the population. 2% of the global GDP, uh, this I know. 2% of the global GDP, 15% of the global population, growing faster than anywhere Why else is it 2%? It's 2% because you have to export your tea without mm -hmm. processing it. Yes. It's 2% because you have to have to export your cocoa without processing it. Mm. It's 2% because you have to export your platinum without processing it. Mm. And the reason you do that is because of some neoliberal agreements that were done with the US and the Euro and the Western countries. Yes. No harm done. I've no, I've no hate for those guys. I do. Don't. Okay. Don't. Because we are also have a lot to do with it. Right? I still do. Some things are changing. One, yes, yeah. we do less trade with other African countries. Yeah, I think it's like twelve percent of African less. trade. That's actually less. It's less eight point four percent. Eight point four percent. Right now, yes. You look at Europe; it's seventy percent. Yes. And now that Brexit has happened, it's going to increase. It's going to increase. True. And don't forget things like tires. You mm. might want to put Bridgestones on your Porsche. Mm. Yes, that's <laughs> yeah. one that is coming. It has got my name on it. There's a lot of people in Africa who would buy an African tire. Yeah, and rubber only really grows here. It only really grows here. Let's just be clear. And which, 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 why does a border need to eat Cadbury's? He can eat Liberian chocolate. Mm. 
which is right? planted down the street over there in Liberia. And why can't Tanzania drink Ketepa tea? Which is from the hood. Yeah. The fact that we are bigger, one of the biggest exporters of tea and our tea farmers are broke, just that statement alone, is so painful. It's so indicative of the, the, the way Africa the lives. Kenyan coffee, Kenko, mm. which I believe stands for Kenyan coffee, mm. is bottled in Oxford. Mm. How is that Kenyan coffee? <laughs> <laughs> so what, what China, India, Brazil, Russia, and BRICS, what BRICS, those guys yeah. offer us is an alternative to mm. start with. Yeah. yeah. But actually, if this African governments can just, just step out of the way, don't even help. Just get out. Just just move. Not slightly. No, there, there's the door. Get the out. African will trade with Africa. Man. And like, then that two percent today is two hundred billion dollars for us. For us. For my market. Yeah. Two hundred billion dollars logistics. Yes. So let's say that two percent corrects a little bit. Mm. Maybe it doesn't go to fifteen. No. Let's say it goes to six. That's it. Shocking. Your Jeff Bezos money type situation right now. It's true. I think you're already there. Yeah. But it, it could be a lot more. It, because I look at it and I'm like, if I'm, I'm in Kenya right now and I want to go to Morocco, I have to leave the continent of Africa and then come back. I know that my friends in Nigeria are having Kenyan avocados hmm? from Netherlands. <laughs> it's, it's a joke. It's a, it's a, it's a whole it's inside a joke. thought. Yeah, the inside your heart, you feel pain. Because you're it's like, a joke. mangoes from Kambani yeah. that we're buying over here for two bob, 20 bob, 20, not two bob, 20 bob, 30 bob. At two pounds eighty per mango, yeah. And actually, I've I've seen I've seen a higher pricing than that. Are you for real? At Max and Spencer's, I've seen that much waitress. I've seen much higher. Are you seeing much higher? But I've seen people just put them down as exotic fruit because it's so expensive. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. And they sell out like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah, avocados. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Avocados people. just fly off the shelf. So our avocados, our chilies, our green beans are That's very popular. Our tea, our coffee, our bananas. My gosh, what do we not have to offer? Our flowers. Yeah. Literally, we were even while COVID lockdowns were happening, our flowers are still being shipped. But you see, we can't blame the Westerners because at the end of the day, if you start making your own chocolate, you're going to compete with Nestle. That's what it is. Right? Hershey's is going to Which be means suddenly they can't get the raw material, the price yeah. they used to get to. Yes. And then that politician has a problem because the guy that used to do it is unemployed. Boom. I need that guy to vote for me. But I got to tell you, you know, I really think that some of these impact people need to change the way they behave. Tell me about that. If you really want to make a difference in Kenya, mm. support a clean politician. Do we have those? What? Of course we do. What do you mean? Who's They're the professor guy? Like Who's the five. professor guy? Which one? Mickey Sakitu. There you go. Okay. Who's the guy who's had amazing results in Cumberland? Yeah, hey, you know what? Love Come him. give that guy 500 million and just watch how many kids you save because mm-hmm. you create jobs. Mm-hmm. Watch mm-hmm. how many mosquito nets appear in people because they can afford to buy them. True, true, true. Watch how many houses get built, how many of your products you now export into Kenya yeah. because you created income and completely got rid of poverty. The problem with poverty is we're being given a mosquito net. And that destroys the, the the supply chain completely, and destroys opportunities for employment. It's for the, us, yeah. For us, it's for them, it's increasing. It's them. increasing it. So for them, it's but their it's not benefit. sustainable. They're not dark or evil. It's, it's just it's to their benefit. That capitalism, you stay poor. Yeah, stupid <laughs> capitalism is not beneficial to anyone because yeah. if everybody can purchase, then you will grow exponentially. Exactly. That's but why they can only have one. What's the point? Yeah, which is why that South African guy, uh, Malama. Mm. He keeps saying that capitalism hasn't worked anywhere in Africa. Anywhere. It has. It just hasn't worked for the African. Oh, that's, <laughs> see, this is good. This, I like that. That's, 
Yes, this is very good. <laughs> right? We should tell Mlema that's a new Because the companies I used to own in my portfolio, mm. having cheap raw material sources from Africa is the big, it was, it's big, the bin. big, It was the baseline. But no one sees it. Yeah. Because it's no. been there for so long. Yeah. If that changes, a lot of companies would go bust or things in the economy would... And this is the global economy. No, what will happen is they'll come here. And, and I want to welcome them here. Is it? Yes. Because if you can't export your cocoa at mm. a good price, mm -hmm. you'll do it in Liberia. You'll bring the processing to Liberia Correct. and Ghana. Like they did in China. And then you create jobs. And you need a security guard. And you need a machine operator. And a driver. And a driver. And a secretary. And a team lady to come and tell you things. Hello. Boom. Plus you pay profits here. Hey. It's an and easy, it's an easy conversation. We owe, we owe a few hundred billion shillings. By the way, just goes out the window. It I see China's vision completely. And the worst thing is that we are complaining that Chinese might take over our ports. There's yeah. no evidence to suggest they'll do that. They okay. just gave us a break on our debt. Yeah. But that news is coming from people who colonize this Venezuelans. This is true. <laughs> who, by the way, I'm telling you, oh, you'll be colonized. Who, by the way, China is holding all their debt, all <laughs> of their debt. I know. L literally all of it. Yeah. I mean, for the U.S. to be talking about our indebtedness. Come just on, be quiet. Guys. Silence. <laughs> Say nothing. So back to Arbitrack, because yes. we just segued so badly. Hey, but then the, WTO, the, the new WTO we'll uh, see. head uh, is interesting. Yeah, just remember, those are all U.S.-run entities. True. There's nothing, there's nothing wild about the WTO in, the World in, Bank. In my, in my, <laughs> let me tell you what, in my perception, I have seen. The, the fact that there is discourse around the pushback for a more diversified world, and especially an anti- everything and everyone has to be Caucasian uh, force. It, it does more for people looking and thinking, oh, you know what? Elon Musk is the wealthiest person in the world, but he's originally from SA. It tells you something about the, the fact that where you're from does not determine who you become if everything works out. Now, that doesn't mean everything will work out, but then even if, if one Mark Mwangi out of a million shows up, we have 1.2 billion people in Africa. We just need a few of you. Yeah, but I think we have so many. We just don't enable them. When I remember when I was growing up and going through my, my university uh, sorry, applications, mm. you think about yours. Mm. How many of the clever, brightest minds left? Hey, that brain drain was epic. epic. That brain drain continues. It was so bad. That brain drain continues. But you yes. came back. Do you not see a yeah, lot of guys coming back? I know. Back? I know I came back. But look at how much value I added to other places. Not to big myself up. Uh, no, no, no. But you should because you are brilliant. It's not like you're an idiot, by the way. Let's, let's be clear. You worked for some of the best. PE and VC firms on the planet running 5 billion euro portfolios. Yeah. You can't be an idiot and do that thing. No, you can't. You can't. So that means you added value to their life. Yeah, I wish we added that value here. And yeah. I was reading how the Chinese pay their MIT graduates to go home. Now, whether or not it's true is they, irrelevant, but I like the principle. I get the idea. I personally agree with that. Right? Yeah. But what's happening right now is the best doctors are not here. Nope. The best engineers are not, not here. here. You know Elon Musk? You just mentioned Elon Musk. Yeah. There's a James Mwangi running his... Who runs his... Yes, he came here and I have to do some things. Correct. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my sister's one of the best doctors in the world. She mm. was. She works at John Hopkins. There you go. She should be here. She should be here. Right? She should be here. You know, and you, you, you look at so many of my friends. And guys come back in their early 40s, late 30s. Trying to do but the you've missed thing, But you've missed a the big power. period. Yeah. You've missed when the these power guys time. could have taken risks, innovated, sorted out problems. Yeah. But you know, hopefully we, we learn. And so, because now I'm trying to push it back to Amitrak. And I'm yeah. just, my mind is all over the place. Sorry. So you, <laughs> it's totally your fault. <laughs> so, you, so, so Amitrak starts. Where do you get your money from? Yeah, my pocket to start with. You put your money in? Yeah. How much money did you put in? 
A lot. How much is a lot? A lot. Give me a number. This is a learning experience for everyone. Give me a number. I think probably quarter of a million pounds. That's 20, that's 30 million shillings. Yeah. That's love. Because that's a ton of cash. Yeah. Did, at that point, were you putting money in for the production? Were you putting your money in for the staff? Were you putting your money in for yeah, so, I mean, Amitra consumes mostly developers, yeah. members of staff, yeah. uh, rents. How big was your team? Uh, back then, only four or five. That's 18 months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Four or five people. Yeah, how but many? you know, it, it adds up fast. Hey, yeah. How many are you now? 15. Whee! 16 this morning. Hey, you just <laughs> went hiring somebody as you came. Let me just yeah. do this job. We have done for a podcast. I'll be back. And and this and you're running. How many people do you have? How many customer? No, wait. How many drivers? What do I call them? Do I call yeah, them drivers? I guess drivers, truck owners. Yes. We have about five thousand partners now. Five thousand partners yeah. now. And how many customers have come to your platform? Probably we probably served about two hundred businesses and a few consumers. So if if you how do you quantify your value to the customer? Is, do you do that with your MRR, your monthly re- rate? Yeah, of I'm happy to talk about it. I mean, yeah. I I was I remember. Uh, helping uh one of our past customers i'm sure they won't mind me mentioning them mm. uh sanaji mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and i was sanaji, talking yeah. to the head of ict a really clever guy called jimmy there mm. and the first time they put a trip on the app it was 36 000, uh, 32 000 shillings to the coast yes and so this went on for a couple of weeks yes and then i woke up one morning and remember this is like my number two corporate client yes so you have to show them love and the drivers have put 36 it was 32 now I'm a mathematician in my yeah. head. I'm like, oh, dude, that's a lot more expensive. That's a lot more expensive. So I picked the phone up. I'm like, hey, Jimmy, I'm so sorry about this. You know, um, I don't know. Maybe I can talk to them, see if we can get you a better price. He starts laughing. Mm-hmm. Tells me, dude, I was paying 56 for that trip. Wow, wow, wow. Panda, <laughs> in fact, is now going to go up to 40, Jimmy, because <laughs> I need my money. <laughs> that's a problem solved. And he's happy because he knows the transport has been checked. He's happy because he knows the goods are insured. He's happy because he knows if something happens, we can call one of the other 5,000 partners to help. So you and know there's a breakdown, backup, and with customer care. And, and it's also good those. because he has your number. Yeah. You run the shop. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more important than the number of the guy who runs the shop. So we're moving away from that, right? Ah, yeah. You need any number into Armitrack and you'll get helped. You know, let This me is tell really you. important, right? Founders don't understand the power of founderness. Because when somebody, your first, second, 15th, 24th client, has your number the 74th one is fine okay you know go down yeah 200 people now by 52 just they don't need your number but the first couple of people once they know they can trust because trust is in a startup as you know is real currency i i would actually argue with you that tony and i would say that trust in any relationship is currency that's true and it takes a lifetime to build it yeah and a second (laughs) young that's it and actually one of the problems we have in e-commerce See, I'm going to say again, right? So I was having the census. Was it last year or the year before? Year uh, before. 2019, yeah. 2019, so I'm sitting in at home, mm-hmm. and the guy comes in. Yeah. And I, he asks me a question. Yeah. Have you ordered anything online in the last six months? Uh-huh. I start laughing. <laughs> in the last I said to the guy, six months? Who the hell hasn't ordered something online for six months? Yeah. He tells me he's been doing current, right? Which is a mid-high income level place. Yes. yes. And he's been to 120 houses. Okay. And only like eight said yes. What? So I'm in a meeting a week after, and I'm talking to uh, Sam Chapate of Jumia. Yeah. And I put this in front of him. Yes. He says, and you're doing really well. <laughs> right? So who? <laughs> Penetration you... is like 2%. Imagine. The opportunity. See, there's a problem, right? That's the problem. Oh now my imagine gosh. the opportunity. Look at that. And why trust? We don't, there's, there's such a low 
level of trust in the Kenyan ecosystem, whichever one, startup, business, corporate, political, doesn't matter. There's no trust. I tell you something, it means nothing. I'll be there too. Does not mean I'll be there too. <laughs> see to you tomorrow. To, Does not mean I'll see you tomorrow. To the point where somebody gets over. used to it. Yeah, exactly. Somebody so, actually gets used to someone else being late. Correct. So you actually, you actually set your day up with mistrust in the background. And that's oh why the joy of Zoom, God, right? Man. Because what Zoom does is if you're not there too, I'm not misplaced. That is the And I won't mention a guy called Tony who was 15 minutes late. Ah, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this is true. And not to keep going back to Warren, but Warren's bought, I think it was Harley Davidson over yeah. the phone. Yes, on the phone. You know, and that was it, it was done. You know, and, and you, can, you can barely buy a, 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 a Harley, the bike itself, eh? the Harley Davidson. <laughs> you bike. can barely do one bike, just one bike. I can't. So we need to have a mindset change. It's all fair and well blaming the U.S. and blaming the Western guys. You colonized us, blah blah blah. Sure, but we also have to look at ourselves, and yeah. we have to ask. Not that we're better than Uganda, which I hear a lot of people say. Yeah, yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> but are we really the best we could be? Yes. Oh my gosh, man. Me, I'm, I'm done. Close podcast with that. This is over. No, no, no. It's that's it. How big is the mirror you have in your home? Not the window you have in your home. Yeah. So you look at political uh, issues, and I'm not going to mention any parties because Amitrak loves everyone in Kenya. But yes. People say, I'm not going to vote for that guy because he's not going to get a vote. It's a waste of a vote. Yes. That's the wrong attitude. That's the wrong attitude. It's the wrong attitude. You have to embrace change. Yes. You're in digital. I'm totally. You have to embrace change. That's what it is. And you know, sometimes it doesn't work. It's true. Most times. Oh my God. <laughs> my accountant looks at me is like, what are we what doing? What are we doing here? Yeah. But sometimes, like 2020, it Boom. really worked. Yeah. You guys had a big 2020 as we close, because eh? this is a conversation that goes. You had a very big 2020 because obviously a lot of people are trapped and people weren't moving. It's been 18 months since you started your company. 2020, you're probably in it six months. What did you learn? 2020 started a conversation. Mm. So companies that previously would never talk to a startup. Really? Would call. They'd call you. Yeah. Interesting. And they're like, we really need help. Because you guys were on CNN uh, in, 20, in yes, early 20. I don't know where you saw us on CNN. I think that must have been Laurie. No, I don't no, think it was no. us. I saw Laurie on CNN. I saw you guys somewhere. Where did I see you? You guys did some press sites, yeah? Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. got a lot of videos just, out there. Yeah, but yeah. they're mainly local. Mainly okay. of the videos are local. Okay. But, um, yeah, so we started having conversations with mm. our clients. Mm. Uh, I think what happened for me in 2020, the biggest learning, first of all, was my team saying to me they're happy to take as big a pay cut as is necessary to avoid anyone getting fired. Whoa. And numbers like 80% were thrown around. Hey. And in March, our business was down significantly. <laughs> <laughs> significantly, yes. <laughs> wow. So this was really comforting to know. I mean, we never had to do it because soon in April, the team changed how they were doing things and growth resumed. Yeah. And, you know, we multiplied that business pretty much by four last year. But that was just understanding that if for every one client we're getting one delivery, we now needed 20 clients to get one delivery. All right. So guys went nuts. Proper. Man. And that's when you need a team. Proper. Yeah. This is why corporate will never touch startup. Because guys know how to build family. You have to. If you don't know how, your business is dying. I keep saying, I keep saying, if I have to look over your shoulder, you're in the wrong place. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So we don't control attendance. We don't control holidays. We don't control any of that. No. You can even work from home and they're all in the office. Yeah. But you're still going four times. Mark Monk, ladies and gentlemen, we can't, we have to stop it here. But this man's going to be back because...
You guy. You're an embarrassment to me. You make me feel stupid. Oh, that's not fair. It's No, it is quite. <laughs> I'm well read, but then you've come and destroyed my... But I loved it. We've talked about so many things, but I think the thing I, I take from you is just the versatility. And that 80-year-old you. That's oh, man, that guy is so important. That's powerful. Because you you're going to sell your whole life of shiny pieces of silver, and they have a lot of them. You can't buy more time. You can't. But damn it. Are you going to sell your life for shiny pieces of silver and then not be able to buy time? That's a really good one. Catch you tomorrow.